We're glad you've joined us at Rama for Today Radio. It's amazing, you know, how, how that the devil can use Scripture for his own purpose. Sure, if people who have done wrong want to repent and will repent and straighten up, praise God. And we're going to love those that don't anyway, but you can't just go ahead and fellowship with them. Because if they've already stabbed you in the back once, they're liable to do it again. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on what Jesus taught about prayer. Later in today's program, I'll tell you more about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. So you see, prayer is based on relationship. Thank God I've come into the family of God. Hallelujah. Now, in this so-called Lord's Prayer, Christ gives us an incomparable model for all prayer. First, it's based on relationships. Secondly, it teaches us that right prayer begins with worship. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallelujah. Did you ever notice then, we'll look at it just briefly and come back to it later on in the week, but you can turn over to Acts 4 for just a moment and see the early church at prayer. You remember after Peter and John in the third chapter, the man at the gate called Beautiful had been healed, and that Peter and John were taken in question by the Sanhedrin, and that they were brought before the council, that they were threatened, that they were commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of Jesus. And Acts 4, 23 says, And being let go, that is Peter and John, were threatened now, commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of Jesus. Being let go, they went into their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God. They began to worship him, to magnify him, to praise him, to honor him right first of all. Thou art God, which made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is. Hallelujah, and so on. Now, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now you see, used as a form, not a prayer, but a form. The Lord's Prayer is dispensationally upon legal grounds, not church grounds. You see, it's not a prayer, like I said, in the name of Jesus. It makes human forgiveness as under the law it must, the condition of divine forgiveness. Forgive us, notice, forgive us our debts or our trespasses as we forgive our debtors or those who trespass against us. That's not the way we forgive. Are you listening? You see, uh, forgiveness under the new order, under the new covenant, is by grace, both on God's part and our part. Now notice Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32, and you can see the difference readily. Paul here is writing, well, I like to put it this way, the Holy Ghost through the Apostle Paul said to the church at Corinth, and it applies to the church in Tulsa or wherever you are from, amen, to believers today. Notice this now. The fourth chapter of Ephesians and the 32nd verse. 
and be ye kind, be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. How? As they forgive you? No, no. Even as God, for Christ's sake, that's grace, bless God, has forgiven you. Now again, here I think to get a more clear picture of what he's saying, let's back up to the 30th verse. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby you're sealed unto the day of redemption. That's what's happened in the life of so many Christians. They've grieved the Holy Spirit of God by which they are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness among believers, yes, Christians, husbands, wives, children, parents, let all bitterness and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind. Everybody say kind. kind. Be ye kind one to another. Tender hearted. Hard hearted? No, tender hearted. Forgiving one another. Now you see, God knew that we'd need to forgive one another. Amen. He's writing to Christians. He isn't writing to sinners. Sinners can't do that. They're not sealed with the Holy Spirit of God unto redemption. They don't have the love of God shed abroad in their hearts by the Holy Ghost, do they? Amen. Forgiving one another. He knew we'd need to forgive one another. Well, now why? Well, because we're still human, you know. We may be sons of God, all right, and our spirits may be born again, but you're still living in the flesh that hasn't been born again. And that flesh has a nature that's not real good. <laughs> Amen. That flesh will still want to hit you. You know, you hit me, I'll hit you. You talk about me, I'll talk about you. You spit on me and I'll spit on you. You can't do me that way and get by with it. I took just about all I'm going to take. Huh? Oh, you never have been there. <laughs> Amen. No. You see, some people just in the natural, their personality. I don't know about you, but there's some folks, their personality just rubs me the wrong way. You don't know anybody like that. Some preachers, bless our good, good folks. Good folks, saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. But somewhere or another, they're, per, they're, they're, they're physical beings. Somewhere or another. I know their spirits are right towards God, but there's something about them that sort of just rubs my fur in the wrong direction. <laughs> but I'm to be kind. Now, you see, you know, you need to, you need to explain the Word of God. Now, that's what a teacher does is explain the Word of God. You, you see, some folks will try to use this scripture, you see, to get by with their sinning. And they'll defraud you, steal all your money. And intend to, as soon as you can get a, few, a little bit more made, steal it. But they'll remind you, now, now don't you know the Bible said to be kind one to another? I know I stole you blind, but you're supposed to be kind toward me. 
tender-hearted, forgiving. Yeah, I'm going to steal again just as soon as I get the chance, you know. It's amazing, you know, how, how that the devil can use Scripture for his own purpose. Sure, if people who have done wrong want to repent and will repent and straighten up, praise God. And we're going to love those that don't anyway, but you can't just go ahead and fellowship with them. Because if they've already stabbed you in the back once, they're liable to do it again. Amen. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. You see, the same Bible said, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect, you see. God wants us to live holy lives. Now, we're going to love those folks that don't. We're not going to love their unholy acts, but we're going to love them and do our best to get them to straighten up. Are you listening to me? But I've seen Christians, see, there's two sides to the coin. I've seen Christians, you know, got out of fellowship with God and, and just done some of the most terrible things, you know, and really had no intention of straightening up. You talk to them and they wouldn't even admit that they'd done wrong. Well, now the Bible said for you to love me. Well, I love you all right, but I sure don't love your deeds. Amen. And if you're going to persist in that, then you see, you have to deal with it. The church even has to deal with it. Now, you know, that Paul, writing same Paul, same Holy Ghost, that inspired him to write this to Ephesus, wrote to the church at Corinth and said, it is commonly reported that there's fornication among you. Such fornication that should not be mentioned. Should not be mentioned among the church, you see, or in the church. That a man should have his father's wife. Now here evidently was a stepson that he took his father's, his stepmother away from his daddy and was living with her, cohabiting with her in open sin. Well, now be ye kind, tender-hearted. Just go ahead and forgive them, you know, and keep them in the church and buddy them up. No, when you're come together to deliver such a one unto Satan for the destruction of the flesh, that the spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. Amen? amen. I said amen. amen. That's, that's still love. Is that love? Yes. Well, I want to ask you the question. You found that little three-year-old boy playing with matches and you spanked his hand and said, don't do that anymore. And you caught him the very next day. And this time you spanked his bottom a little harder. Now, why? Was that love? Sure, you don't want him to be destroyed. Because he's liable to burn himself to death and burn the house down with him. Is that love? Sure, that's love. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first item in this offer is the book by Kenneth Hagin entitled, The Untapped Power of Praise. There is unlimited power waiting to be released on the inside of every believer. The power of praise. We can overcome the trials of life and win the victory every time by praising God with a heart full of love and gratitude. Next, from Kenneth E. Hagan, the four-CD set entitled, Ministering to the Lord. In the midst of troubles, we must worship and praise God for who He is and what His Word says. As we fellowship with the Father, our faith will grow and we will be set free from the power of circumstances. Both of these items are for the special price of $22.22. That's $17.73 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, 
Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. We're enrolling for the fall term at uh, RBTC, Rama right. Bible Training College. You can enroll right now. You can go online to rbtc.org. You can enroll. And this is the best Bible school around. That's right. You see, a lot of, lot, there's a lot of Bible schools. What is different about Rama? Well, Rama not only is a place where things are taught, but it's where you're in, I call it a cocoon, and you catch the, the real anointing of God. One thing that is really good about our school, everybody that's teaching has experience in the area that they're teaching in. That's right. It doesn't matter what it is. In the pastoral area I teach, I've got 30-some-odd years of pastoral experience or more, maybe 40. More, yes. More. All of our pastors that are on staff with us, they all have many years of pastoral experience. Yes. Uh, the people that teach in the worship area, they all have been involved in worship music. Qualified and, to teach. And they're quali- some, some of them actually qualified to teach music in school. Yes. But uh, that's one of the things that's different about Rhema than all the others. Everybody that's teaching you, they're not teaching you something that they read in the book themselves. They're teaching you from the book, all right, but also from their practical experience. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.